Hey there, this is Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to the audio version of my monthly updates for the Dallas-Fort Worth area home and housing market. Since this is the audio from a video update, you may hear me reference a picture or graph from time to time. I do my best to explain what's happening in those visual pieces anyways, so hopefully you can still get the content, and you can always go check out the video on my YouTube channel, Chase Hansen, DFW Realtor, if you feel like you missed anything. That should be all you need to know. Uh, you can find all my contact info if you need any help with real estate needs on my YouTube channel as well. I hope you find this helpful. Let's get into it. Over a third of houses listed on the market have had a price drop. What does that mean for the housing market? It's October, spooky season. That feels especially relevant with all the news headlines, price changes, and interest rate shifts that we've seen in the last year or two in real estate. My goal today is to make things less scary and more clear if you're trying to understand the housing market, especially in North Texas. I'm Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor. Today in the update, we're going to talk about home price reductions, the new predictions for mortgage rates and affordability moving into next year, and three things people can do now to make it easier to buy a house in 2024. If you find these videos helpful or learn anything new, I just ask that you hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And for personalized home advice, whether you're moving or thinking about moving, you can also contact me directly through my email listed in the video description. I'd love to help you out. All right, let's start with where the market is right now with my market watch. The most recent report available for the North Texas housing market says the median home price overall is $375,000. For Dallas, it's $398,000, and for Fort Worth, it's $340,000. Now, that median home price for DFW is down 2.5% from the previous month reported, and it's down about the same amount from that point in the previous year. Now, that broad drop in the average sales price for houses is on one hand expected, but also points to something significant happening in the real estate market right now. Let me explain what I mean by that. Prices dropping is expected at this point in the year because it's actually something we see most years in the fall once we get to the other side of the summer market. If you've listened to me for any amount of time by now, you should know that home prices on average rise in the spring and summer with moving demand, and they fall in the fall and winter as less people move during the school year. That part of it's normal. The part that's not normal but tells us something about the current state of the real estate market is how home buyers and sellers are coping with the current mortgage rates. Like I predicted last month, the Fed did not raise their base rate in their recent meeting, but mortgage rates are still over 7% and that's putting pressure on home buyers and as a result, we're seeing less transactions happening across the country. Less home purchases and less home purchasers means that serious home sellers are lowering their prices to attract buyers to sell their homes too. In fact, 37% of houses on the market nationwide have had a price adjustment since going on the market. That is the highest in recent years with the exception of last year's market crash. So in summary, more people are lowering their home prices because mortgage rates are high and prices follow supply and demand. For people thinking about buying a house, this may be an opportunity to get into a house for a lower big ticket price if you're able to afford that higher mortgage rate for a year or so, or if you're able to buy with cash. That brings us to the update and predictions for mortgage rates looking to the end of this year and into next year. Previously, many of the mortgage rate predictions of industry experts have been, let's call them optimistic predicting there would be a sudden and major drop in mortgage rates at the end of this year and continuing through the next year, along with just a flood of market activity that looks like the frenzy of the pandemic market. 
Now that we're getting closer to the end of the year and have a better view of how the fight against inflation is going and how the Federal Reserve is thinking moving forward, the predictions from experts are starting to feel more moderate and realistic, but also still positive for people who want to buy houses or who are hoping to refinance out of the 7% rates of 2023. The most recent update to the Mortgage Bankers Association's predictions have us ending the year at an average 6.3 rate and ending 2024 at an average 5.4 rate. Now again, these are predictions, not promises, but it, this is helpful because it tells us that the big mortgage industry experts think mortgage rates are going to start falling very soon and at a gradual and sustainable pace. This is good news for home buyers and home sellers because for buyers it makes more affordable monthly payments and for sellers it breaks up the gridlock to sell a home and not have to fear losing money on your home if you need to move. Alright, so we've talked about price drops and mortgage rates, now let's end with some practical advice for home buyers. If you found any of this helpful so far, don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to my channel, and hey, why not share it with a friend who's thinking about moving in the next year? Okay. Three tips for home buyers in the next year. These are the top three things that I'd be saying if a friend came to me asking what they should do if they plan to buy a house, whether they're starting their search now or in March or next fall. There are real steps people can take to give themselves a leg up when buying a house. So here's what I got. First thing, know your finances. Most buyers wait to talk to a lender and evaluate their financial status until they're ready to start searching and making offers. But what can happen is they haven't budgeted for closing costs yet, or they haven't checked their credit in a while, or they didn't factor in taxes and insurance into their monthly payments plan. I'd say talking to a lender now and walking through that pre-qualification process early can actually give you a roadmap to clean some things up, know exactly how much you want to save, and even be able to afford a better house because a lender can usually tell you what steps you can take to be better qualified, and they usually aren't crazy. And checking doesn't mean you have to get a loan that day. So tip number one, know your finances. Tip number two, know your timeline. A lot of buyers start looking either too late or too early for their actual needs or living situation. If you're renting right now, when does your lease end? Do you know if you can go month to month for a bit without a rent increase? Do you know what it would cost to leave early? If you already own a house, are you selling before or after you move? If you need a contingency, are you prepared to get under contract while home searching? If you're moving for work, you know when you need to be officially in your new city. My point is that starting your search at the wrong time can create a sense of urgency and desperation because you go from wanting to move to having to move because you're running out of time. Or you give up on your move because you got too stressed and just renewed your lease. Preparing ahead of time and knowing your needs can help you and the professionals you're working with make that transition easier. You don't want your good motivation to move to become a monster that's trapping you or scaring you. So know your timeline. Tip number three, know your realtor. Now this sounds self-serving because I am a realtor, but hear me out. When you're walking into a contract that commits you to spend thousands of dollars, take on a loan uproot your life and can have all sorts of hidden hiccups and requirements you haven't thought of. When you're entering into an agreement like that, having professional representation that understands the process and works for your interests is actually important. Because the sellers have representation, and that agent is working for them, not you. So not having an agent of your own doesn't save you money, it just removes your protections. So instead of starting your home search on your own and maybe picking up an agent down the road or just using the seller's agent, start your search already partnered with a realtor. A good agent should be willing to sit down with you and talk through your goals and needs even if you aren't moving for a year or two. If you feel pressured by them, 
Ditch them and find a representation that is working for your interests and not theirs. This is about you getting the best deal possible, and that actually happens when you have a team around you, not figuring it out by yourself. If you're one of the people planning to buy a home in the next year or so, I'm a realtor serving the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and I'd love to help you. Or if you're not in that area, I'd be happy to help you find an agent where you are. I think this is important and would love to be on your team. Again, my name is Chase Hansen and my email is chasehanson at remax.net or you can find me on Instagram at hansenrealtorsdfw. That info is in the description as well. Be sure to like this video and subscribe. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.